This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. On the show today, we look back at last week's Traverse Stakes, where Tis the Law certainly ruled and reinforced his position as a favorite for this year's Kentucky Derby that will be held on Saturday, September the 5th. Shortly, we'll be joined by Jack Knowlton of Sacatoga Stable, owner of Tis the Law, who's hoping that lightning will strike twice in the Derby, as Sacatoga previously owned the 2003 Kentucky Derby and Preakness winner, Funny Side. Also on Today's show, we will speak with former NHL player, broadcaster, cancer survivor, handicapping expert, and now best-selling author, Eddie Olchek. We will also review two of the five major stake races at Woodbine today. The Queen's Plate Trial, of course, the Woodbine Oaks, presented by Budweiser for three-year-old fillies. I love it. When we come back, I'll be joined by the man himself, the co-host, Larry Simpson. Hang on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang. And let me introduce you to my esteemed co-host, the expert on ponies in this country, Mr. Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you? Good. It was a pretty exciting weekend last weekend and building up to a great day today with the half a million dollar Woodbine Oaks presented by Budweiser. So it's an exciting day of Woodbine today for people who like their racing. It is, and it's an exciting day at uh, Saratoga as well as there's two half a million dollar graded stakes races there that uh, are actually, the Alabama is one of the oldest races uh, ever held in the uh, in North America, I guess you could say, and it's for uh, Phillies and mares. And then the uh, the other one is a, a special race that Saratoga's put together this year called the Saratoga Derby, and it's actually a, a, a turf race for uh, three-year-olds. So it's going to be some exciting stuff uh today and why this year for the for the turf is it just something special they wanted to do i think they were they were looking to uh because they had a, a late start oh yeah of racing's course, yeah. had a late start because of the pandemic and saratoga had a late start so they were looking at opportunities for the horsemen to uh to race their horses and as we look ahead to early september the first saturday in september now for the Kentucky Derby, there is one horse a lot of people are taking a look at. It's Tis the Law. Yes, we talked about Tis the Law last week, and, and he was uh, starting in the Traverse, and he made no mistake who the best three-year-old right now is. It's Tis the Law, and the law rules. And to talk more about it, Larry, in conversation with Jack Knowlton from Sacatoga Stable. Well, Jack, you told me in a prior interview for my magazine that the Traverse was probably bigger than the Kentucky Derby to you. Do you still agree? Well, you know, we luckily, in, in a sense, had, uh, had already won the Kentucky Derby with 
funny side. I mean, still, the, the Kentucky Derby is uh, the race everybody wants to win, and I'd be lying if I said that uh, I didn't want to win it again. But, uh, you know, winning uh, the Travers on our home court, so to speak, and uh, doing it in a year that obviously is different from any other year, nobody's going to forget 2020. A lot of bad things. Hopefully, uh, if kids can continue to win, we could talk about a quadruple crown and think of go down in, in history is the only horse that would ever be able to say that in terms of the craziness of the schedule that we've had. So winning the Travis was really big, and uh, the way he did it, you know, I think uh, was even bigger. What was going through your mind when halfway down the stretch... He was four or five on top, and Manny was peeking underneath his uh, arm looking back at the uh, competition. That was just a great feeling. Crazily, we've kind of gotten used to that. When you look at uh, his races this year, I mean, I don't think he's, you know, won by less than three and a quarter lengths. And uh, in, in each case, it isn't Manny uh, scrubbing him or, you know, getting him with a prop to, to try and get more out of him. He just done it on his own, and uh, Manny's been able to, to let up on him uh, and not, you know, really use him. So, you know, the mile and a quarter was a big test, and, and Barkley and I had both felt very confident that he would shine at a mile and a quarter just based upon his other races, upon, you know, his works, upon his breeding. And, uh, you know, there were, you know, some critics out there that, uh, although they, they really liked him, said, you know, well, he hasn't really, you know, made that jump up. Well, he went from this high of 100 by a figure in a mile in eight races to 109, which is tied for the top uh, of any of the thoroughbreds going two turns this year. So I think uh, we saw that, you know, this is a horse that we still haven't gotten to the bottom, but uh, where we are right now, well, then it's pretty darn good. Right, right. And I guess you'll be... Uh Looking forward to the Derby and seeing how many competitors are going to come forward. Yeah, I mean, I still think that in all likelihood there'll be, you know, a 20 horse field. Uh, you know, even in a year like this where the, the perks for owners aren't going to be what they, they normally are at the Derby, every horse owner's dream is to have a horse in the Kentucky Derby. So, you know, it's 30,000 to nominate, 30,000 to, to run. So I think that, uh, you know, there are an awful lot of people out there just to be able to say that, you know, they have a horse in the Derby and be able to say the rest of their life that they never get another one. At least there's a modicum of success in reaching the Derby with a horse. Right. And it's still a nice purse, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's $3 million. It's It's down like all the purses are, but, uh, you know, more than the purse, it's the prestige. I mean, the, the Kentucky Derby is the most famous horse race in the world, and television ratings are through the sky. And I think this year in particular, with still a, a limited, uh, you know, sports agenda out there, that it will have an awful lot of fans. And particularly uh, with Tiz being successful, he's undefeated this year. He's won three grade ones. I think, you know, there's a good storyline there. Exactly, exactly. And then moving forward, you have the Preakness and possibly a Triple yep. Crown. Well, we're going to call it a Quadruple Crown because of the Travers. <laughs> okay, Jack. Well, Jack, I'm going to let you go, but you know, thank you very much for your time. Good luck on uh, 
I was going to say the first day in uh, first Saturday in May, but uh, it's uh, actually the first Saturday in September this year. And moving forward into the Preakness. Right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, enjoyed talking, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do it again. Okay. Sounds good. That's good stuff, Larry. And Jack, obviously, a lot of pride. I mean, I can imagine, and he touched upon it, just the cost involved of raising a horse to that age and getting it even into the Derby. Uh, you Just to have a horse, he talked about the pride in the Derby, but $3 million purse or not, it's still a lot of money for an owner to get a horse in there. It's a lot of hay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of people don't realize that there's... A lot of work goes into these horses. A lot of money goes into these horses. And I don't care if you're talking about a uh, a $2,500 claimer or uh, a horse like Tis the Law. They still eat and they still have to be trained. And in in the case of a, a horse like Tis the Law, he's been staked to races like the Belmont and the Kentucky Derby and the Traverse and that pretty much since he was born. You know, Larry, he touched upon it. You know, here's a guy, Jack, who's been in the business his whole life, and there's that special something about the Kentucky Derby. And it's been like that for years. And whether you're a serviceman serving overseas, no matter where you are around the world, they'll tune in to post time to see that happen. Well, as a horseman, it's the race that you want to win. It's the Super Bowl, right? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, I mean, and there's something special about it. And, I mean, some of the names of horses throughout the pantheon of time associated with the Kentucky Derby are, are pretty special. And if you want more about Jack Dalton, you can pick up the current digital issue of Ponies 24-7. Get your copy. Email the Ponies 24-7 experience at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, we've got some pretty good stuff on Jack. And, and it just pretty much carries on from the interview that we've just done with him. When we come back... In conversation, the multi-talented, multi-faceted, Maple Leaf fans know him well, broadcast fans know him well, and horse racing fans know him very well. Now readers, because he's an author as well, Eddie Olchek. Stay with us. We'll be back with more Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine right here on 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Follow us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show, Jim Lang, along with Larry Simpson on Pony 24-7, the radio magazine. Uh, A real treat for everyone right now, for horse racing fans, for hockey fans, and now fans of great books, the author of an amazing book called Beating the Odds on Hockey and Life, cancer survivor and an outstanding hockey broadcaster did millions of hockey fans on NBC Eddie Olchuk joining us Eddie how are you I'm doing fine Jim uh no, no long time no talk uh, great to be with you and Larry good to be with you as well good and, to be uh, with you hard to believe uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of August and uh we're in round one of the playoffs but uh you know considering the world we're all living in and uh, hopefully you guys are all safe in your family and uh, hopefully everybody 
uh, is uh, is uh, abiding by the uh, medical professionals uh, outlines for us, and hopefully we can get on the right side of this pandemic sooner than later, and we can get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. But it's good to be with you guys and talking pucks, talking ponies, and uh, hard to believe that uh, we're in round one of the NHL playoffs. But thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Eddie. Before we get to some of the stakes races taking place at Saratoga and your horse racing, your book, Beating the Odds in Hockey and Life, it really touched a nerve with a lot of people. And this is not just a hockey book. It really is a life book. Well, that was the idea, uh, Jim, that, you know, when when Perry Lefko, uh, a friend of mine since my days uh, with the Leafs back, uh, back in the late 80s and, uh, you know, covering the the horse racing circuit at Woodbine in, in, in old Greenwood back in the day. And, uh, you know, Perry and I hit us, hit it off and we, you know, we always stayed in contact. And, you know, I knew he was an award, uh, winning, uh, writer and, and what have you. And, you know, we, we kind of talked, I'm going to say probably, you know, maybe five to seven years ago about the possibility of doing a book and, and look, quite honest, I was like, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had an incredible life. I'm very lucky and very blessed and many, many people helped me along the way. But, you know, I was like, I don't know, you know, I just was a little guarded on, on, you know, on, on, I don't say sharing my life, but I just, I didn't know if I had a story to tell, you know, in, in, in the full sense of 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 the sentence but you know and then all of a sudden uh on august the 4th of uh, 2017 at 707 p.m my my life changed and uh that's when i got the call that uh, i would i had uh, been diagnosed with stage three colon cancer and my first reaction was all right well how long do i have you know how, how long until um i'm not here and once I got through that part of it and, you know, Perry had reached out to check how I was and I, you know, I was just like, you know what, maybe, you know, maybe now I can tie in everything I've been, that I've done in my life as a hockey player. And most importantly, as a, as a husband and as a father and somebody that took great pride of becoming a part of the fabric and all the different NHL cities that I played in and in my journey to the national hockey league, but I thought maybe I had an opportunity to tell people about my story and, and maybe help them through. And, and as I was going through my cancer treatments, you know, I, I agreed with Perry that, you know, yeah, this, you know, no pun intended, but like, here's the final chapter for me to make the decision on writing the book. And my goal was, is, to tell my life story, but then also to, to share and help and try to guide anybody that might be stricken by this disease. And, and sadly, we're all, they have been touched by this horrible disease. And I just felt that it was time. And what we tried to do was, uh, you know, paint a picture and be as, uh, transparent and as honest and as forthright as we possibly could. And again, my goal was to help one person to help them get through it to help them uh, stay away from it or just help them get through the day because there was times during my battle of six months of chemo where I was like, okay, the side effects broke me down. Uh, I had never quit at anything in my life, uh, whether it was playing hockey, uh, coaching, broadcasting, uh, being down $200 at the track. All right, scratch that. Being down 2000 at the track, I was <laughs> never going to give up or bail or you know, and that's just not in my DNA, but the 
colon cancer diagnosis and me going through the chemotherapy brought me to my knees. And on September the 15th of 2017, I was just had started my 48 hours of chemo that I got every two weeks for six months. And I was only in treatment too. And the side effects brought me to my knees. Um, I had uh, terrible headaches. I had uh, nosebleeds. I had a blood clot. I had neuropathy in my fingers and my feet and my toes. And I just would, you know, I would just go to the bathroom. I would just go number two without being able to control it. It would just, it would just come out. And it broke me down. I just, I told my wife, I'm done. I quit. Like, how, how am I going to get through today? Which is, I'm, all, I'm only 14 days into a treatment that's going to go 180 plus. How am I going to get through today, let alone how am I going to get through five months? And I told my wife, I quit. I'm done. I don't, I don't, it just brought me to my knees. And I got the greatest inspirational speech from my wife uh, on that day, on that September 15th of 2017 where my wife just grabbed me when I told her I wanted to quit. And she just said, look, she grabbed me and she looked right in my eyes and I was crying. And my wife just said, look, you got to fight. You got to fight for me. You got to fight for our four kids and you have to fight for the four and you got to fight for all the people that love you. And we had a moment that lasted probably 30 minutes where all I did was cry for 35 of the 30. And I needed I needed that because what it did was is it, it got me to a place of understanding is that look at like it's one day at a time it's day to day and you got to just be able to overcome and believe and fight through this and regardless of what's on the other side because when I was diagnosed they said look at we're recommending six months of chemo I had a six and a half hour surgery where they removed the tumor the size of my fist and they told me that we will reassess you in six months. So I didn't know what was at the other end. But when my wife told me that, I'm like, okay. I took a deep breath. Uh, I put my hockey helmet back on, and I said, <laughs> okay. All my goal, my my only goal is is to get through the day. And then when I wake up tomorrow, uh, I'm gonna do the same thing. And I started setting goals for myself, whether it was getting back and working when I was feeling good and doing hockey games, or I got an opportunity to work, uh, you know, the breeders cup or to do the, uh, you know, to, to play in the Pegasus handicap, uh, challenge at, at Gulfstream park uh, a little bit in a couple of months from then, uh, watch my, see my daughter graduate from the university of Alabama. Um, just, just all of those things. I set goals for myself and really, uh, if, if my wife didn't talk me off the ledge, uh, if I was by myself and not have the support of my family, my friends, all of the, you know, the, the, the team, the team old check set of doctors that I had, uh, I wouldn't be here. Before you and Larry uh, handicapped the, the two stake races at Saratoga, you had a long NHL career, over a thousand games. You're well known by fans in, in Winnipeg and Chicago and Pittsburgh, especially the Maple Leafs. Uh, you've been following horse racing since you're a teenager. How important was it to deal with the stress and anxiety of playing in the NHL to have that escape, that release of just watching those horses and, and throwing yourself in there to take a mental break from the game? Uh, my release to get away from, you know, the, the grind of, uh, and the privilege and honor of playing in the National Hockey League, you know, my release was to play the ponies. And uh, that's what I did. That's what uh, I have done. And that's what I will always do, uh, regardless of, of what is going on in, in my life. 
And Larry, I think you and Eddie are going to make some people money with a couple of big races at Saratoga. Well, I hope so. Uh, Eddie, let's start with the uh, Saratoga Derby uh, today. Uh, who do you like? Well, you know, I, the, the it's interesting, uh, Larry. I mean, this is a race of a, of a mile and three sixteenths. So, I mean, there there's some, you know, you, you got to have some uh, stamina here. And uh, I, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the rail horse. And let me give you a little background on on, on this horse, uh, Bama Breeze. Um, I'd seen this horse run. Uh, broke its maiden back in September and was thoroughly impressed with the exceptional uh, turn of foot, um, had a horrendous trip and somehow some way found some room up the rail and then just shot home like a cannon. Uh, Corey Lannery had been on this horse uh, every time uh, and he seemed to want to ride this horse the same way every single time, get the horse on the rail get the horse into traffic trouble, come up the rail and, you know, either, you know, just not get up in time or have be full of run and come up a little bit short. So I love the rider change here to Manny Franco, um, you know, for Rusty Arnold. I see the morning line of 15 to one. I would love, I would love to be able to book a wager right now at 15 to one and and go across the board on, on Bama breeze. But, uh, I, I'm kind of hook, line, and sinker on this horse. Uh, I don't want to, I do not want to not be on this horse when the horse eventually wins. Now, look at the horse is stepping up from, you know, uh, you know, uh, a grade three, which, uh, you know, this race here, the, you know, the Saratoga Derby Invitational is obviously a lot deeper field, but, um, you know, decorated invader will be the favorite, the two horse with Christoph Clement and Joel Rosario and how good have they been at Saratoga? I mean, every time you turn around, it's, you know, they're winning two or three together. Yeah, so they're winning everything. Uh, I'm going to go to the rail horse. Uh, I'm going to spread in that race. I'm going to use a couple of horses. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this man. You'll make some money. Eddie Olchek, author, best-selling author, broadcaster, cancer survivor, a longtime NHLer, and a man who knows horses inside and out. Eddie, a real pleasure. Thanks for doing this. Greatly appreciate it, my friend. Okay, Jim. Thanks for having me, Jim. Nice to be with you, Larry. Thanks. Okay. Well, Larry, Eddie, he's such a fascinating guy, and, he, and he, this is not some sort of Johnny-come-lately. He is a legit horse racing fan, but very, very knowledgeable about the sport. He is probably one of the best handicappers that uh, – I've ever met, and I've I've met a lot in in my lifetime in that. But he has it down to an art, and and he studies the uh, the past performances, which you have to do. You have to do your homework if you want to be successful. That's that's quite a high praise coming from someone like you. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do my homework too, but maybe I, I'm doing the wrong homework compared to what Eddie's doing. So, <laughs> big races today: uh, the plate trial, the Woodbine Oaks. Uh, things are getting very serious for for race fans and the owners and the riders and the horses themselves coming up at Woodbine. Yeah, they've got uh, three or four. Well, actually, I think they've got five uh, stakes races today. Uh, one in particular. If we're talking about athletes in in horse racing, and that is the uh, Budweiser Woodbine Oaks. The there's a horse in there called Infinite Patience. Infinite Patience happens to be partially owned by uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins oh, yeah. of the Edmonton Oilers. And there's a bit of a story to this horse. 
the horse started five times out in uh, Hastings Park last year, won all five races, finished second in, in Canada for the uh, top two-year-old filly. They shipped the filly here about a month and a half ago to race in the uh, Fury Stakes, and she uh, raced well. It was her first start since uh, last fall, and she was hot on the pace, and, and uh, you could tell that she kind of needed the start, and she just kind of backed off at, right at the very end and finished finished third. So it was a it was a good performance for her. They've put her back into the Woodbine Oaks, and she's racing against a couple of the horses that she did race against in the Fury. And I think she's got a pretty good chance. She's got the outside post with the speed that uh, uh, she has shown. I think she uh, she might be a good play today. I do like the term that there, it's the Canadian Triple Tiara instead yeah. of the Triple Crown. That's a nice play in words there, Larry. Yeah, and it, it's something that they put together probably, I'm, I'm going to say, maybe 20 years ago. At one time, the Bison City Stakes, which is the second leg, was run at Fort Erie, but now they've moved it to Woodbine. And uh, it, it's been quite successful. It's, it's a way of uh, promoting the, the Philly side of, uh, of the sport. And I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see them continue to uh, keep doing that uh, as we move forward. You know, as a hockey fan, a horse racing fan, you can go back to John Ferguson Sr. and then Serge Savard and then Eddie Olchek and now Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Curtis Joseph. I know a long list of really prominent NHL players with a love of the ponies. Exactly, and that's one of the things that we've been trying to do with our magazine, Ponies 24-7, as well. Talk about some of these stories, because there's always been a connection between horse racing and hockey. And my my father was a uh, a hockey player. He played in the uh, late 40s for Detroit Red Wings, and he was actually Gordie Howe's first centerman. No kidding! And oh. he played a lot in the American Hockey League, and I remember him saying to me that somebody asked him, actually, know how he got so interested in horse racing because he was the one that was dragging me when I was five years old and he said well he said after practice he said there was two things to do he said you could either go sit in the bar and drink or go to the racetrack so he chose the latter so that's you know what probably better for him in the long run anyways uh to get more details about Larry's interview with Eddie Olchuk and more in-depth of course go to Ponies 24-7 the digital magazine Uh, you can get your copy email Larry the Ponies 24-7 experience at gmail.com when we come back more about what's happening at Woodbine today all the latest with Dark Horse the app and much more to come at Ponies 24-7 the radio magazine right here in 105.9 the region Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Just a reminder, York Region's only magazine show, The Feed, with the legend Ann Romer standing by at 9 a.m. before we wrap up our show. Larry Simpson, some final thoughts, especially what's happening in Mohawk that we should know about. Well, tonight there's a a good card of of, uh, racing, and uh, next Saturday... 
there's the eliminations for the Pepsi North America Cup. Which oh, that's is, huge. The, which is, yes, you're right. It's a huge race for uh, three-year-old pacing colts. And then the actual final for the North America Cup is two weeks tonight. So lots of uh, good standard bird racing to come. Now for uh, tonight, just uh, maybe a little handicapping tidbit. Uh, as a, we talked about on the show last week, a trotter that won its last race is usually a sign of an improving trotter. The uh, sixth race tonight, there's a horse, the five horse, Angry Eyes, uh, won its last race. Uh, it's moving up in class. It's a trotter. Uh, Jody Jamison, one of the top uh, drivers, is uh, is driving. And also, this horse had raced, this was his first race in just about a month off. So to come back and to race well and and win in 54 and change with a month off is actually a good sign that this horse is in good shape. So I uh, like the the five horse in the sixth race, Angry Eyes, and the uh, morning line odds of five to one makes it even sweeter. And Larry, for thoroughbred fans, this is time to get really serious about your handicapping and paying attention. We're mid-August, September 5th, the Kentucky Derby, September the 12th, the Queen's Plate. September's really, really busy for horse racing throughout North America. And then you also have the Woodbine Mile in September as well, which is uh, usually a, a major classic race, one mile on the turf. And we always get some very top-class horses for that as well. And it serves as a prep for the uh, Breeders' uh, Cup turf race as well. So lots going on. That's why you listen to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, stay with 105.9 The Region all week and long. I'll be back here Monday morning. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy the races. Bet safely. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9, the region.